In today's passage, we see people praying earnestly in the middle of the night. One of the disciples is executed, while the other is miraculously released from prison. And when he turns up at the house of prayer, the Christians just don't believe it. They're trying to explain it away. They say it must be an angel of Peter. It can't really be Peter himself. He's in prison. It seems like most of us, they were not actually bold prayer warriors, but people who, with a mixture of faith and uncertainty, got down on their knees and prayed anyway. The outcome was confusing, and it reminds us that God is sovereign, his ways are higher than ours and beyond our full understanding. Sometimes you get what you pray for, other times you don't. One day you're praying words of praise and thankfulness, and another you're praying, where are you God, through tears. Either way, God is still the same God. You may be feeling like that at the moment as you try to navigate life in the middle of a global pandemic, wondering where God is. This next song is by Godfrey Bertel and it encourages us to trust in the one who still lost.
At this point in the story of the early church, we see not for the first time the fragility of people in the face of continuing persecution. First, it was the Jewish temple authorities. Then it was religious elite under the watchful eyes of Saul of Tarsus. Then it was a group of zealous Jews, and now it's King Herod himself. The persecution will continue for many years to come, always threatening to halt this Jesus movement, but never succeeding. There are also times in the story where there's real heartache and fear, and the execution of James in today's passage is one of those times, but it doesn't stop the Christians from praying. Some Christians seem so confident when they pray that God will do whatever they ask. They claim healings, declare deliverance, and celebrate victories in advance of anything actually happening. They quote Bible verses that seem to offer simple formula for success. Just pray in faith and don't doubt, and you'll have whatever you ask in my name. They cite the example of Jesus who healed everyone he came into contact with and told his disciples that they'd do even greater things than he did. Now that's all brilliant until your prayers don't actually work, until the person you prayed for healing dies. The job you... Prayer can be so confusing at times. This part of the story is one of those. My next song is called A Prayer and it's by a guy called King's Kaleidoscope. It's raw and it's honest. Too raw and too honest for some people actually, if you look at the comments on the YouTube video. Displaying the intense fear and anxieties of someone who's caused to cry out, Jesus, where are you? Are you still beside me? It's a sort of prayer that has always been prayed. It's like is found in the poem prayers of the Old Testament Psalms and on the lips of probably I'm right beside you, I feel what you feel, and I'm here to hold you when death is too real. You know, I died too, I was terrified, I gave myself for you, I was crucified, because I love you, I love you child. Jesus knows how we feel because he's been there.
In today's passage, King Herod, the grandson of the infamous Herod who ordered all the babies in Bethlehem under three to be killed, causing Jesus' mum and dad to flee to Egypt in the famous Christmas story, has used his position to curry favour with the Jews by putting Peter in prison and killing James. The crowd seemed to love him for it, although it's likely that they were actually just flattering him because he had the power to withhold food from their region in the middle of a famine. Treating him like a god and shouting his praise, it seemed to be his time, his day, his five minutes of fame, but like the Roman Empire under whom he was a puppet king, it didn't last that long. One day you're somebody and the next you're dead. It's a humbling thought, isn't it, for all of us, especially for those in power. I wrote this song following a terrorist atrocity in France a few years ago. Little did I know that this would be just one of a string of similar horrendous acts committed by people with twisted ideology. For many, everything changed for the worst in just one day. And it reminded me that one person's actions can have such grave consequences. This has always been the case, whether emperors, rulers, presidents, prime ministers, imams, cult leaders or terrorist groups. As the saying goes, every dog has its day. This is called 24 Hours. Bye. 
sets The world just revolves on a cause that's been set It dances each day with the stars and the moon The darkness prevails but the light will come soon In 24 hours a log can be done A mount can be climbed, a war can be won In 24 hours a lot could go wrong A terrorist raising hell strapped to a bomb But Rome wasn't built in a day Every empire won't fall the same way Every man and his dog has his day Much has been written about the faith of Elvis Presley. He was raised in a church family, was baptised at a young age and clearly had a love for gospel music. He recorded several albums full of old gospel hymns and spirituals. There's a really good documentary about him called He Touched Me, which I watched many years ago. It shows his spiritual side. And after some of his gigs, he'd get around the piano in a back room with his backing singers from the gig. Inevitably, there'd be celebrities there, people like Frank Sinatra and others who wanted to spend time with the king. One time, Elvis made them all bow their heads while he prayed. And at one of those famous Las Vegas gigs he did later in his career, he saw a woman holding up a sign in the audience that read, Elvis is king. Elvis spotted it and addressed the woman directly, but as usually very respectfully and politely with the words, I'm not the king, ma'am. Jesus Christ is the king. I'm just an entertainer. In today's story, it was Herod's failure to give glory to God that brought his demise. As the people were shouting, this is the voice of a god and not a man, 
Herod seemed to have reveled in the moment. Perhaps it's not actually that hard to imagine ourselves in his position. Maybe like me, you've dreamt about being the best at something, a footballer, a runner, a guitarist, a chef or a singer, idolised by millions. I bet that'd feel good for a bit. However, so many celebrities have talked about a hollowness and a shallowness of success and celebrity, a sense of it never really being enough, never really satisfying. Elvis himself clearly wrestled with some of that, but he also lived with a deep awareness that there was one who was immeasurably greater than any man or woman on earth, Jesus Christ himself. This is one of Elvis's lesser known gospel songs called Somebody Bigger Than You and I. Central to the Christian faith is the belief that all humans were made with the desire and capacity to worship. I've recently just started watching the third series of Gone Fishing on the BBC, in which two comedians, Bob Mortimer and Paul Whitehouse, go fishing in various places around the UK. The programme really isn't about fishing though, it's about two friends who've journeyed together over 30 years, having shared joys and sorrows, and recently both of having major heart surgery that caused them both to question the meaning of life. In one of the previous series episodes, Bob, who's openly more philosophical, stands by the side of a river taking in the beautiful scenery and has an overwhelming sense of wanting to say thank you. He's grateful and overwhelmed by the beauty of the moment and the place, but he doesn't have anyone to thank. G.K. Chesterton once famously said, The worst moment for an atheist is when he is really thankful but has no one to thank. We were made to be thankful. 
We were made to worship something or someone who's benevolent and bountiful. If we don't worship our Creator God, we'll replace him with something else. Money, hobbies, people, or like Herod in today's story, ourselves. Bob Dylan's song, Gotta Serve Somebody, explores this theme well, and like many of his songs, challenges with the question, who are you serving? This is our last song today. It's called Gotta Serve Somebody by Bob Dylan.
like to drink milk You might like to eat caviar You might like to eat bread Maybe sleeping on the floor Sleeping in a king-size bed But you're gonna have to serve somebody Yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody Well, it may be the devil Or it may be the Lord But you're gonna have to serve somebody Somebody